Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hi-ho and welcome, foolish mortals, to D Plus Us. I'm one of your hosts, Griffin Tanell, Griffey D. Padden with me as always, the wonderful, the amazing Mr. Mitch George. How's it going today? Foolish mortals, I thought we were here to talk about Loki Season 2's trailer. No, we don't do trailer reacts right now. Ah, oh, and why is that, Griffin? Because uh, Disney refuses to pay their fucking writers. Bob Iger, be better. Fuck, man. It's I was not giving, hard. I was giving you this. I don't know if you realize I was giving you the segue to set that up and the whole rigmarole. roll. I mean, I'm going that, to, but, but I also just want to. I just read more Bob Iger quotes today. That, that nothing new stuff that it was already out. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Shout out to Tatiana Maslany. Yeah, the shout out to her. A gr- great fucking people out there on the proper uh, Canadian the person being good in the world. Also, Loves just it. in terms of stuff I've seen from the picket lines lately, like shout out to this interview with uh, Jack Black. Um, oh, I haven't seen this. Where he gives like one of the greatest fucking uh, responses to a quote where I've seen where it was like pretty much every actor has a second job. Even I have tenacious D. And I was like, she, yeah, he's right. He is. And also I'm now like, this has been the summer of what gets nominated for best original song at the Oscars. Does Peaches get a nod? Does, does I'm not Ken? Or I'm just Ken, sorry. Dude, is the it fact going to that be that's... Ryan Gosling against Jack Black performing at the Oscars? No, because Bob Iger and other billionaire fucking CEOs don't know how to pay people a living wage where you have more than 18 or 14% of your workforce, whatever it is, 12%, that qualifies for medical insurance in a country that will charge you, you know, $36,000 to have a baby. Yeah, Saw that TikTok today. That was fucked up. Oh, yeah, the American medical system is fucked. <laughs> um, Pay your fucking employees. Here's, by the way, here's your uh, episode reminder. I'm American. Mitch is Canadian. <laughs> it's interesting what we what we teach each other on this podcast sometimes. I have learned a lot about the American healthcare system, and I wouldn't have thought that would be the case when I signed up to co-host a Disney Plus podcast. No joke, folks. If you want to see the most, like biggest like american canadian moment for us like probably ever go watch our review of the season finale of secret invasion because there's a great yeah. moment at the end that's like oh i realized yeah. that was not american very fast <laughs> uh but no we're not here to talk about it that we're here to talk about haunted mansion uh 2003's uh, the haunt the haunted mansion uh we will not be talking about the brand new haunted mansion movie uh, until it gets released further down the line. We don't want to be doing until reviews. this strike is resolved. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to support any of the any production that is currently being uh, they're withholding promotion for that. Yeah, that's uh, a better and way we'll to continue say. to do so until uh, till the end of this ongoing job action. Yeah, we don't want a little see. thing that we can do to try and show our support. Yeah, we don't want to be supporting any of the movies that are coming out right now that are currently being struck. So this is our way of doing so. We are still going to be putting content out because guess what? There's a massive backlog of content, both in terms of just what's on Disney Plus as well as stuff we want to talk about. Uh, Like seriously, we've talked about a dozen things on air and three dozen things off air of stuff we want to record. So there's plenty of stuff to listen to with us here talking about stuff. So yeah, we're starting things off with 2003's Haunted Mansion directed by Rob Minkoff. Starring Eddie Murphy, Terrence Stamp, Wallace Shawn, Marsha Thompson, and Jennifer Tilly. Uh, released November 26, 2003, with a runtime of 87 minutes, budget of $90 million, and a box office of $182.3 million. Um, I think the best way to go with this. God, there's so many bad ways to go with this, and there's so many horrible ways to go with this. Let's talk about this movie in terms of Rotten Tomatoes, Mitch. I don't like bringing Rotten Tomatoes up. I think Rotten Tomatoes nine times out of ten is not the best way of. It's going a good. About it. It's it's kind of a good read the room of okay. Do people feel like this is something worth seeing or not? It, it's not an indicator of whether a movie is good. It's really just a, an indicator of whether or not general audiences think it's worth watching. 
I mean, my my issue mostly is with just the tomato meter of how it calculates that stuff, but that's personal shit. Uh, but yeah, this movie has an average rating of 4.2 out of 10 on Rotten Tomatoes. And I think that that is generous for this movie. Yeah, I've got IMDb up right now. Let me just go back to their user rating. This is not again, a good it's, movie. Uh, I, yeah, it's another, like, not a uh, something to, you know, cast stones at but you know i mean there are reviews that are reasonable yeah they should reasonably score it yeah it's, right now it's at a, a five one out of ten on imdb yeah that is way too generous to this movie there's some funny moments don't get me wrong this isn't a total stinker all the way through but i mean it kind of is but though. it is look here's the thing there are, there's two saving there graces two... to this movie the children okay. and madame leota because madame leota okay. is funny as shit yeah, Jennifer Tilly kills it. There are two things for me. The fact that it opens with, you know, Welcome Foolish Mortals. And they have the Dapper Dans as the singing busts in the scenes that contain the singing busts, which I thought was a great yeah. nod to both Disneyland and the history of the attraction. Mm-hmm. Other than That's that, where it ends, there though. is nothing worth seeing in this film. The thing about this movie is, let's, like, let's bring it back. I love Haunted Mansion. Obviously, I love Haunted Mansion. You can't see it, but I have a Haunted Mansion poster up in the back. You're wearing a Haunted Mansion spirit jersey. It might be my favorite attraction at the park. Or one of, like, it's top ten for me, for sure. It is my favorite. It's a phenomenal experience. Like, if you get a chance to get to the park, regardless of the park, whether it's Phantom Manor in uh, Paris, whether it's um, Mystic Manor in Hong Kong, Tokyo. Don't know. That sounds right. I'm pretty sure Hong Kong is uh, just Haunted Mansion. Anyways, no. all of the Haunted Mansions are great and all of them are unique. Hong Kong Disneyland. Okay. Ah, I got it right. I have watched the Imagineering story far too many times and I'm going to Disney in a week. I should know these things. Maybe that's what we should do for one of our weekly episodes, weekly shows. Is go back just go back and revisit story. the Imagineering story and do it weekly instead of the three-hour podcast you and I did? Yeah, and then that's how we can bring the book back in. Force us to actually sit down and read that giant ass. Yeah, I should probably take that on this first trip I'm taking before going to Disney, shouldn't I? Uh, if, dude, also, it's... that might put my carry-on bag over the weight limit. I was gonna say that thing is that thing weighs the weight limit. Um, yeah, those that book is massive. No, seriously though, um, I obviously we love Haunted Mansion, and one of the reasons I personally love Haunted Mansion is it's this perfect blend of horror, slapstick comedy, and actual like production magic and illusion. It is this beautiful blend of all of those, and this movie takes all of that and ignores it. It is it, well, it all of the Haunted Mansion. All it. it has yeah. all of like the sticking of Haunted Mansion with none of the charm. Yeah, I, this movie came out at a weird time, and I'm just going through his filmography to understand at the time what else he was starring in. But this feels like that period of time where Eddie Murphy was kind of transitioning from being this late night stand up comic into doing all of these like family comedies. And now he's kind of gone back that back to that which is interesting mm-hmm. um but just looking back we'll see what happens with the rumored uh shrek reboots yeah i hope those don't so i read an interesting thing today on reddit which also boycott reddit they've done shitty things to third-party app developers to basically price them out of the market and make the reddit app the only thing you can use so that's another thing to you know, make a fuss sucks. about but reddit does suck but reddit but also sucks occasionally occasionally things will pop up that are mildly interesting. And there is a fan theory for the movie Shrek where, so Shrek in, um, I can't remember which Slavic country, but it essentially just means like grotesque creature or monster or something like that. Um, So presumably, or I mean, based on this fan theory, Shrek had no name. The reason he pauses when Donkey asks him his name is he's trying to pick a name and he picks the thing the villagers call him the most, which is ugly monster thing. I mean, I would not be surprised if that was accurate. Shrek is like weirdly, weirdly deep. So the re- the reason I ended up going down that rabbit hole is because there was a similar thread that talked about um, the fact that canonically in the Muppet universe, Kermit caused 9-11. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Which we're going to talk about this. Mind? I didn't think we were, I did uh, not of all the things that pop up in a haunted mansion podcast. I didn't think the fact that Kermit uh, uh, in Muppet vs. Canon 
Kermit unwittingly caused 9-11 was going to pop up. Because, yeah, that is accurate. Yeah. I can't remember which Muppet production it was, but in one of them, Kermit basically has this, like, vision of what the world would look like if he had never been born. And the footage shows Manhattan. It might have been Muppets Take Manhattan. I can't remember. It's been years since I've seen it. But essentially, it shows New York, and the Twin Towers are there. So in the Muppet vs. canon, Kermit caused 9-11. Yeah, so that's going to be the 2002 Muppet Christmas film. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess Muppet's Take Manhattan was well before that. Uh, I don't remember the actual name. This is who quick Googling, but here's the thing. We've it got... doesn't matter at this point. We're here to talk about the Haunted Mansion of 2003. And while I'm going and looking at some of the things that he was doing at the time, you know, you've got the Shrek films, the Dr. Doolittle movies, um, the adventures of Pluto Nash, which I forgot was a movie. That was a freaking weird one. I spy daddy daycare. Um, Norbit, which somehow I ended up with a Norbit TikTok in my feed. Today, uh, for what's worth the answer is it's a very, it's a very merry Muppet Christmas movie. <laughs> Okay. Yes, I so went through this looking a, that up. This was an interesting time in Eddie Murphy's career where he was doing a lot of these like family comedies. So the Haunted Mansion tracks and would be a significant box office draw because this is kind of what he's doing now. He's known for late night stand-up comedy and now he's transitioned into the this. The issue for it though is that his character in this movie is just so unlikable. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. even with it, like this is 2003, right? Where it's like one of the yep. major tropes of movies in the early 2000s is parental unit that spends too much time away from their child because of work realizing they don't spend enough time with their child to spend more time with their child at the end of the movie he doesn't even do it <laughs> like he nope. doesn't become a better he person at all anything he just goes on the vacation with them it's just with the, so the busts and madame leota for some reason i mean you don't just leave madame leota behind like that's just mean. She's already trapped in this crystal ball and you're just going to leave her to rot in this mansion. Like, that's not cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's also, there's, there's so much about this, but like we mentioned, like the couple of little things that it does give you haunted mansion. -y are fine at best. Like the bus, the busts are fun. I will give it to the bus being fun, but the rest of that scene through like the backyard with all the ghosts sucked. The hitchhiking there's ghosts so much do not content look good. To pull like, there's so much Haunted Mansion history to pull from the music even like get someone in to do the score or the the orchestral arrangement and just throw in some of the piano from the hallway scene or some stuff from the graveyard like you can do these things and it doesn't need to. I mean, we know in 2023 you can do those things and not have it feel campy. You know, maybe it is that 20 or 2003 it was, oh, OK, we need to do what by the book there. And I think without looking at other things of that time. It's hard to judge this just watching it today on its own in a world where a new Haunted Mansion movie exists that does, presumably, and we're not talking about it, sticks a little closer to the iconography and the, the history that exists within that attraction. So, See, that's fair, Mitch. That is like, weird, that is what it's he... like, Pirates did well, so let's do it again. But well, they, they think he, these came out the same year because uh, the Black Pearl was 2003. But I, like, that is, admittedly, Mitch, that is the fair, like, reviewer aspect we should be going with it but i can't go at that aspect from this movie because it literally no. takes everything that is haunted mansion that makes the haunted mansion the haunted mansion and just gets rid of it like yeah. even down to the ghosts choose to live at the haunted mansion nope not a thing in this movie hey do you want some like weirdly weirdly uh we're all screwed heaven and hell imagery in this movie because guess what you've got it's, it's just, yeah. it is so aggressively bad. What's weird is it still looks good. Like this movie visually weirdly holds up, but there even then it didn't age well, but by and large, I agree with you. Yeah. But even then it's very gray. And that's the thing about the haunted mansion is it's spooky. It's horror and it's colorful. It is purples yeah. and blues. It is not gray. It's Which you got a lot of in, like, Muppets Haunted Mansion got that right. And they basically just leaned into what the aesthetic is for the Haunted Mansion and did it. Based on materials for this new movie, they've done they've similarly. Done this movie was just, like, it was gray with shades of blue and green. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I Mitch, I think it's safe to say it's safe to tell people we've seen the new movie. We're just trying to refrain from reviewing it. Yeah. Um, like, I don't want us to keep beating around the bush here. Like, we've seen it. That we're not, we're just not reviewing it. Like, yeah. it does that. You want to judge that this well. on what it is, though, and not what other things are doing. Exactly. But like that movie does it does actually to the move the ride. Muppets, yeah. Muppets Haunted Mansion does it to the ride. The freaking comic books of Haunted Mansion encapsulate the ride. Everything, there are comic books? There are comic books. Why the hell are there Haunted Mansion comic books? And do you have them sitting beside you no, as props? The, the one for the Enchanted Tiki Room. What the Which, oh Were you God. expecting a fucking Tiki Room reference in this movie, by the way? What the hell? Where's my Tiki Room movie? I want to know more about what Barb and Stan or whoever they were were, were singing about in that Tiki Room. Yeah, I got Tiki Room and I got Figment. I'm working on a thing with the Disney Kingdom comics right now. I know. Um, okay, so here, here's the here. thing. I, I, I have been to Walt Disney World once as an adult. I don't remember as much from when I was a kid. I've been to Land once. I have not once experienced the Tiki Room or Figment. Should I? Yes. Do I need to change that in the next week? Yes. Um, not necessarily Tiki Room. I think Tiki Room's fine if you like watch a video of it, but it is sure. a great moment. Tiki Room is the greatest place to like if you need to sit down for a second. Need AC. Mm-hmm. It is the place to go. Um, it's n- at least in California. It's known for like the place where you like grab a Dole Whip and sit down for a bit. Yeah. Um, I love the ride. It is one of my favorite or show. It's one of my favorites in the history of it is like super important to where animatronics yeah. are today. Cause like it was the first at audio animatronics, but it's not. A I, just, I worry. I worry. I'm going to be going with a group that might not necessarily want to do that or appreciate that. So maybe but hear me when I tell you, Mitch, just split off to do my own thing or just make them do it. Figment is a necessity. You need to go ride the figment ride. You need to be go. Go be scarred by the evil moon in that ride, and you need to report back. I don't believe you, but I guess I have to. Everybody must be scarred. Oh, God, who's the actor in that? Actor in... Uh, it's not Gene Hackman, is it? Journeys no. to an imagination with figments. Um, this is what we get up to when we don't have much to say about this movie at all. Eric Idle. Eric Idle. Um, there's a point in that mo- in this ride where Eric Idle becomes the moon, and it's terrifying and horrifying. And I need you to go see it. Fine, you can catch my ta- my hot takes on whichever social media platform I decide to use on the day. Whether it's well, I'm going to need you to record your before and after, and I'll put it up on TikTok. Okay, you got it. Also, just because I want this. <laughs> okay. No, uh, bringing it back though to Haunted Mansion. Although we really do should get a Figment movie at some point, Disney. When you're hey, actually, I'm going to the park. Together. I will experience what this purple dragon has to offer, presumably. So this purple dragon is one of the greatest things that come out of the park, and I stand by that. That would actually be a really interesting video essay. I think just the history of Figment as a character and and in the parks and all that. Yeah, and in the comics. Um, in actuality, I'm not going to make that, but. Disney Dan has a fantastic, fantastic video essay on the history of Figment. Oh, um, so you're just not going to do it because better things already exist. Better, I, I was going to say, someone's already done it perfectly, and I would literally just rip it off, so I'm not going to bother. That seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it might shock you, Mitch, but I try not to make videos I've already seen. That's understandable. Anyways, Haunted Mansion. Uh, this movie sucks, and I hate it. Um... All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> How else can I say that I hate this movie? Let's talk about Gracie. Because, um, God, what a fantastic character from Haunted Mansion lore that they take and then just take Do all the wind out of his sails. Um, I liked that they showed the hanging. I'm surprised they showed the hanging in 2003 of this character. What was this movie rated? Like, um, I thought this movie was PG? rated PG. That seems unreasonable. They showed a hanging. Feels like the ratings board just didn't watch it and assumed Disney means PG at most. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not actually bother looking at the rating when I watched turn this movie on. Um, yeah, I mean, neither did I, but I've got IMDb up and it usually has it somewhere. PG, PG, yeah. Um, 
I like that they showed the hanging of, of Gracie. I like that he has this tragic backstory, and that's about where my liking of this character ends. Um, it's just not good, and it's not... It's not just the writing, as much as I hate to say it. Like it's mostly the story. Like the it, it's the actual plot. It's not the writing, but just the story they're telling is borderline. Like, like it's borderline human trafficking, kidnapping. Like, oh, not borderline. It's it uncomfortable. Is. And it's like comfortable. It's uncomfortable. Nathaniel uh, Nathaniel Parker is a fine actor. He's done some great things. Yeah, but when I this nothing is, against him, this is like easily one of his worst roles ever. I mean, similarly, you've got uh, Terrence Stamp here as Ramsley, the butler, and like, while he's got that lovely, ominous, foreboding presence, Dude. he's had some phenomenal um, acting roles in his career, and this is. I hope he got paid to make this movie. Like, like Eddie Murphy's up here. I'm hoping Terrence Stamp was like right below. Even Wallace Shawn. Yeah, Wallace Shawn like, is not, Wallace Shawn is not bad in this movie. I will give him some. But he's credit. just not given anything. He's given the uh, the best line in this movie, which is directly ripped from the show. When he yeah. says, "There's always my way." Um, I also want to shout out though, uh, Dina Spivey, or yes, yeah, Spivey, because that's. Her and Wallace together are a great comedic duo. Um, yeah, they have a fantastic yeah. back and forth at the end of this movie where they, she has like all these boxes. One box of which is a hat box, which is, you know, I always love my references to my boy. Um, have you seen what they're doing with Walt Disney World, though? Yes, and I don't like it. I um, hate it. I hate it. I think they'll make it work. It. I think they'll find a way to make it work. But I, I don't like, like the decision. Good. But also they're shutting Mitch, it down for the three. Like they're shutting it down for the three days before my trip. I'm hoping that we don't just like see scrim. Like that's the thing that worries me. If there's just like scrim in the ride, I'm going to be kind of pissed. The thing about it, Mitch, is like at this point, I got to just trust them on parks renovations because nine times out of ten, the the changes they make have been good changes. It's just why you shouldn't see a specter before the Madame Leota scene. I think that the way they're going to do it is going to, it's going to be in line with the new movie. Um, I guess we'll see. Which would make sense, because that's what they did with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean with Jack. So, Which, by the way, that's a movie we need to do as well at some point soon, is Pirates of the Caribbean. I love those Honestly, I, all five of them. I love the first three. I like the fourth one, and the fifth one shouldn't exist. fifth one shouldn't exist, but it's a good send-off. To those characters. Which one was so? The fifth one was Javier Bardem, right? Yeah, and Barbosa. Fourth and one, the daughter was, of um, Will and uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, that's stupid. See, I like it. I like it as a send off to these characters. As a, I don't. As a, it, it was largely long. unnecessary. But again, maybe we just do that. If this strike goes on long enough, we'll do all of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies in order. Or hell, even if it doesn't go on long enough, we'll just do all of them in we'll order. Still do it. For the we just might it. do them out of order. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this fucking movie. Um, it's gonna do a compilation. Why are they realtors, like, why? Why is the premise to get them to this house that they're realtors? And the last name is Evers. Evers and Evers. It's so tacky. Like, oh, Dude, just, there's the there's the most realtors. real line at one point from Ramsley where it's like, he just doesn't shut up. Yep. It is. It's just I like he just keeps going. And like Eddie Murphy is great. Like, Eddie Murphy goes from this to play one of his best roles ever. Right? I think that's Norbert? how the timing of this works. I th- no, wait, no. Shrek came out before this. He just came off Shrek, of one of his yeah, best Shrek, roles This ever. came out between Shrek and Shrek 2. Yeah. Like, he just came off of Shrek. Like, he should have been fired. Biggest thing in the world. And yeah. it's just not. It's just so damn disappointing. Um, even going through the plot of this one where it's like, Okay, realtors show up. They're yeah, they're being the wife is essentially being kidnapped and forced into a marriage, and the uh, presumably they're trying to kill Eddie Murphy and the kids. Uh, but they can't the, say like, that because they it's just a want PG them to be movie. Out of the picture. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, out of the picture typically in terms of haunted mansions, Mitch means death. <laughs> 
Yeah. But, like, you can't say that in a PG movie, so. Okay, I just went down a weird rabbit hole. Because I was just curious who the writer of this film was. So it was written by David Berenbaum, who has writing credits on some of my favorite, or, okay, one of my favorite films and a whole bunch of not good uh, things. Elf. He was one of the writers on Elf. But they're in pre-production on a Frosty the Snowman movie. Do you know who's going to be playing Frosty the Snowman? I don't, and I'm scared. Jason Momoa. I'm not scared anymore. It's perfect. It kind of is, right? It's like him or Cena would have been perfect. The thing about this is everything needs to be animated except for Jason Momoa. (laughs) Jason Momoa needs to be live action for some reason. I'm thinking like Uh, an elf when it's um when it's buddy buddy and like the the North Pole and everything's claymation. Mm -hmm. But like like Buddy the Elf when he's talking to the uh the snowman. And like how the yeah, like how all that's yeah. animated, but he's like acting. That's what I want from a Jason oh, Momoa, Frosty the uh, Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. Like all these animated children in slap action. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa wearing his you know loincloth that is a bathing suit, but there's nothing under there. It's just loincloth. But also like... weirdly looks like a snowman. I don't know, man. This is a weird episode. Cause... Um, let's go. Nothing let's jump into the plot. It's not a good movie. Why did you watch this? Why are you here with us? This is this. Was, I went out on the record, folks. This was not my decision. It wasn't our decision. <laughs> it wasn't my decision either. This is this is Bob Iger's fault. Ultimately, fucking Bob. Like the the reason we're stuck here talking about this stupid thing is that they won't pay their actors and writers to you know earn a living making the things that we all love and enjoy and it distracts us from the fiery hellscape we live in these days you're not wrong mitch but we do need to take some of the blame we planned on doing this episode long before the strike started yes but we never got around to it because there was a steady stream of good content sorry there was a steady stream of content that we could enjoy talking about this is not it let's have let's go through the plot uh, hey, guess what, folks? Normally on the show, we're supposed to go through the plot beat by beat, uh, but do we, we don't do to? it for the, we don't do it for the movies that are coming out as they're coming out because we don't want to spoil them that way. We are going to for this one because we gotta fill time somehow, Mitch. We've only talked for like twenty five minutes. Um, That's enough for this movie. TLDR: Don't watch it. Go watch literally anything else on Disney Plus. Uh, so here you go, folks. We're about to torture ourselves. And cause more horror than this movie actually caused. That's the only thing about this movie. This movie is not scary. This movie is not scary in any way. Nope. There's like one jump scare at the beginning where the kid on the bike gets spooked away and that's it. And it's kind of funny. Um, anyways. Well, it's, it's funny in like a 2003 bad CG kind of way. Anyways, let's start with a horrible uh, montage. That's right. We're starting with a montage of what's happening while the opening credits roll. And at this point, Griffin has already pulled out their phone. That's right. I'm already scrolling threads at the beginning of this movie. Um, yeah. No, we, we see uh, Edward Gracie fall in love with Elizabeth Henshaw. Um, where at which point uh, we learn that Elizabeth writes a letter to Gracie and kills herself. Gracie's on sad, hangs himself from the attic. Um, worth noting, the reason for all of this, the reason that all of this happens is, uh, hey, guess what? This movie is about racism. Um, would you know that from watching this movie? Probably not, if we're really being honest. But yeah. No, but also I can understand if that is the way that they sold this to Eddie Murphy, why he would participate. Because he had a whole bit in his stand-up in the 90s of why black people would never be starring in horror movies. Because they would show up, something would be spooky, and they would get the fuck out. Yeah, and that's, yeah. But no, um, it is worth knowing because, yeah, the reason that all of this goes terribly um, is Elizabeth Edward Gracie is a wealthy white man. Elizabeth Henshaw is a mixed-race woman of middle class. Um, and back in the old days, already a stretch looking at the time period that this whole thing took place, even a mixed race woman in this time period would not have been middle class. Mm-hmm. A, yeah. Or even that, even if she was white, a middle class woman would not be wearing, marrying a high class man. Just you know. that's just not how it was not acceptable during those times for stupid ass, stupid reasons. 
of the thankfully the we are mostly the past worst. now. Class yeah, issues are still well, really much a thing. You say um, that, but you live in America. So this movie also takes place in America. I'm keeping this America specific. Um, look, I can't speak for the rest of the world. I can only speak for the fucked up country I live in. Um, I mean, you could you can you know do some research, become more worldly, understand more about how Canada operates. It's fine. Y'all operate extremely happened? similarly. See just... what happened to our women's World Cup team. Uh, did you guys get kicked out? We lost four nothing to Australia. You know what team's not out yet? USA, USA. It's the only time I'll be patriotic is during the World Cups uh, and the Olympics. No, we Fair we enough. tied the Netherlands last week. And we play again. <laughs> Let's time the World Junior Hockey Championship. Who cares? <laughs> I just heard it. <laughs> it's a Boxing Day tradition. <laughs> Mitch, have you seen the TikTok going around of, like, ways to piss off a Canadian? Yes, because all of my American friends send it to me. <laughs> I want you to know that I have refrained from sending you this TikTok, and I feel proud of that. But also, there was a long time, there was a good, solid, like, hour where I considered just sneaking those bits into the show. You mean, like, th- you mean things like saying I give off Alberta vibes? Mm-hmm. The funniest one to me was uh, Toronto because you did legitimately have a long conversation with me about that. There's barely one T in Toronto, okay? <laughs> yeah, Toronto. I say it right now because of you, because you. Yeah, but everything kind of just like you, you can squish it up even more if you really want. You can be like just Toronto, Toronto. Toronto. Like you can lose a few more vowels in there if you really want to, but yeah. Because of you, my brain a... generally thinks of it as like Tron, like the movie Tron, and then an O. Toronto, yeah, Toronto. But I, that that honestly, that's as local as you can kind of get coming from from the Pacific Northwest. But you can almost lose both T's by going like a ch, like a ch, and just Toronto. At the same time, like, it is like, kind of fun like to churro, but Toronto. It is still fun, though, Mitch, to say Toronto, but just to get the reactions, because it's instant. Even if you don't want it to be instant, it's instant. Uh, anyways. Because I know you know better. That's the problem. Yeah, like, I why. hold you in higher regard than most Americans, because you know and have been, you've had to put up with my BS and know <laughs> that it'll get under my skin. Oh, absolutely. Anyways, hey, guess what? Jim and Sarah Evers exist. They're Evers and Evers realty. They suck. Is Jim just... Is Jim the sleaziest realtor? They Evers and Evers. Jim is somehow the most sleazy realtor I've ever seen in a movie. And I didn't realize that was possible. But alas, there he is. How many other movies are there starring realtors? I don't realtor know. Realtor... Ace. And I'm being really careful to not Hollywood. piss off my friends who are realtors. I love you all. I also You're have a number of those. You are lovely. I love all of you. Uh, this guy makes me hate realtors. Um, Twelve must-see movies for real estate agents. Downton. How is that? How is Downton Abbey a real? You're, estate you film? are. You've looked up movies for people who are real estate agents, not movies that. Have oh, I want the opposite, agents. don't I? I'm not even looking you're at best. your screen, and I know what you're looking at. Fifteen best real estate movies of all time. Stop asking me to download your stupid app. How I love you, man. Is a real? He's a realtor. Yeah. Okay. Know, man. Uh. <laughs> none of these are movies that I've enjoyed. But Big Short was good, but that was more about real estate investing and the collapse. I was say, that was about the housing collapse. The U.S. So. housing market, which I look at that movie now, and I look at the state of Canada, and my brain goes, "Oh no." <laughs> I'll never be able to buy a house. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, Jim and Sarah's exist. They're shit. Um, actually, Sarah's lovely. Sarah's fantastic. <laughs> um, I should not be rubbing her in with Jim. Sarah's fantastic. You know why Jim sucks? Well, Jim's just straight up Mr. This is their wedding anniversary because he's uh, selling a house and then gets drinks with some clients and then runs into some other possible future clients. He's a workaholic because that's how these movies are. Hey, you want a better movie about a workaholic who finds the meaning of of joy and gets to know his children better? Go watch The Santa Claus starring Tim Allen. He sucks, but somehow it's still a better movie than this. Anyways. I mean, I was going to go to Liar Liar, which I feel is pretty good, or Again, Big Daddy. 
that pick, was more like adopted son, but even that's really good. Again, Mitch, pick any movie starring a dad that came out in the early 2000s and it has this storyline. The Lion King? Yeah. He doesn't star a dad. The dad dies. He's not he's not present. He dies, Mitch. Get you right. He, he dies a very anyway. painful death and Simba is traumatized for the rest of his life. Um, Lion King. That's another episode we'll do eventually. Um, anyways. Have you not done a Lion King episode? Amazingly, no. Can it be the live action one? No. We're oh, going to do the Lion another King. episode that we hate ourselves for. I don't hate that movie. Um, I do. It's real bad. That movie actually very the much impresses me. The quality of that is John Oliver. And that's saying something. That movie actually very much impresses me in terms of animation quality. But um, animation is out of this world. And that's Actual, all I will talk like, about for the entire performances. Hit or miss, mostly miss, but there's some good parts. Um, no, we're going to do anything, though. We're going to do Lion King. Then we're also going to do Lion King one and a half because that movie is. Which amazing. I never actually saw until Disney Plus. It's fantastic. Can you believe that? It's so good. I wa- I've legitimately. Lion King to Simba's Pride. It's a true story. Uh, I watched Lion King one and a half more than I ever watched the Lion King. Cause we had like growing up, we had like in car DVD, a D- in car DVD player. Right. And yeah. that was the movie. And my parents. You do, and if, if you're, you know, a baby and not someone like me that had to lug a 13 inch CRT TV with a built in VCR into the back of the car, but whatever. Um, but that was the movie my parents would put on to shut us up. And, you know, it worked. Great movie. We'll do it eventually. Um, the realtors. We still it. haven't gotten out of them being fucking realtors. Um, we haven't gotten out of the first 10 minutes of this fucking movie. Sarah, Sarah gets a call from the occupants of the Gracie Manor, not knowing where they are. Uh, this was just after Jim was like, hey, let's take a trip and make up for me being a douchebag. Um, getting an offer. Um, she gets the offer. She's going to decline it. But Jim's like, hey, this is uh, too good an opportunity for us to pass up. Let's go. Let's check it out before taking off. So they head up there. Uh, it's all creepy and spooky and shit because guess what? It's a haunted fucking mansion. No one there is alive. Um, they get in there uh, and uh, they immediately meet Ramsley, the butler, who is creepy as all hell. Uh, and turns out is a uh, villain. Goes, you know what? Thinking on it, this was a uh, old white dude from long ago. They don't actually give us like a time. Yeah, it makes sense that he'd be the villain. Um uh, we also meet the maid Emma and the footman Ezra, um, and then finally, we, of course, we meet uh, Gracie. Gracie, which is his last name, by the way, but uh, or just, it's Gracie's easier. Um, Master Gracie. I don't even think they use his first name in this entire goddamn film. Yeah, it's first name's like Edward, right? Something like that. Yeah, Ed Gracie. Yeah, Edward Gracie. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, a rainstorm uh, floods the nearby river, forcing the Gracies to spend the night. Uh, while they're there, uh, Ramsley takes Jim to the library, um, to discuss a deal with Gracie. Gracie's not actually there. He's trying to get rid of the dude. Um, uh, he ends up finding a secret passage. It's time for one murder, please. You know what was a better murder murder. movie that came out around this time? Clue. Let's watch Clue instead. I, for a second there, I thought you were going to say Clueless. I'm just like, who died in that movie? (laughs) This is actually about a murder trial. (laughs) I mean, speaking of that movie, and not, not, uh, it's not at all really related, but if you haven't already gone and seen the Barbie movie, do yourself a favor. Stop listening to us and go buy a ticket to see the Barbie movie. Yeah, go go watch that. Um, and that's all we'll say on the matter, because that was also being struck. Uh, no, this, yeah, they, also, they yeah, do that. The kids follow a ghost orb. I think they call it the ghost ball uh, to the attic. Uh, where they find a portrait that is literally just their mother. Um, Not mean, creepy at all. No. Meanwhile, uh, Sarah is getting a tour of the mansion from Gracie, who's discussing the past, uh, his his grandfather's death, actually his death, and Elizabeth's death, kind of getting the history of the mansion. Well, Jim's out and about exploring. He runs into Madame Leota. That's right, the crystal ball little gypsy. Um, she is, you know... Jennifer Tilly does a good job in this role, but uh, yeah, this is not Madame Leota, man. This is not Madame Leota. Um, I refuse to accept this is Madame Leota. There's only there are only two Madame Leotas, and if you're not in the parks experiencing that, then whatever they get is close enough, I guess. True. Um, I don't know why I took a sip of my water bottle. There's nothing in it. 
I was going to say, that was not what you were drinking from earlier. No, this is what I was drinking from earlier. There's nothing in this either. I drank all of it, I think. You can go get some more water if you want. I can just fill time. No, we're good. We'll be done with shit soon. Um, you say that, but it's going to feel like at least another three hours. Yeah, I'm the one who's setting the damn pot. I, I have to go pack. I have to go pack for two trips. <laughs> um. Anyway, she's like, yo, the key to getting out of here is the key. Uh, while he's running away, he runs into Emma, Ezra, and the kids who were all hiding, who were hiding from the, uh, butler, who we then learn is evil. Um, we also learned that Ezra The and, butler is evil. Who would have seen that one coming? We also learned that Emma and Ezra are both ghosts. Ooh, spooky. Ooh, not at all terrifying. They were cursed a century ago. Um, Elizabeth and Gracie's deaths cursed the entire mansion, causing no one to be able to go to the afterlife. Uh, the only way they will be able to go to the afterlife is if their lovers are reincarnated. Um, they believe that this means literally, like, they think that it's Elizabeth uh, in the form of Sarah getting remarried to Gracie, and it's fucking weird. Yes, Mitch. I come to a realization. This movie is essentially just the plot of Beauty and the Beast without the happy ending. God, I thought you were about to call this the Thor Ragnarok of something. No, and it's not the thing. No, it's the Thor the Dark World is the comparison Thor I make way world. too often. No, th this is the plot to Beauty and the Beast, except for the happy ending, where you've got someone who caused a curse to happen to a place, and everyone who was in that place is cursed, and only you know, quote unquote, true love's kiss or whatever MacGuffin you want to use will break said curse to free them from their curse. Yeah. So the real part about this curse on the mansion that, um, that we will be revealed all later, which is stupid. I'm going to reveal it now, uh, is, um, Elizabeth will not be revealed until Grace learns the truth about her death, that she did not kill herself. The Butler did. Um, you, so what you're telling me is that the Butler did it in the parlor with the poison. Yes, that is absolutely correct. Again, so let's just go watch Clue. Let's go watch Clue. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Is it any good? It's, I actually love it. Um, it's not great, but Clue did one of those fun things. I think it was Clue. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong in our YouTube, descri YouTube descriptions, folks. I believe Clue was the movie that had like four or five different possible endings to the movie, depending on what theater you saw it in. That's neat. Um, no, it had three endings. It had the how it might have happened, the how about this ending, and then the here's what really happened ending. Um, Wait, there are multiple Clue movies. I was looking at the one that came out in 1985. That is the movie I'm referencing. Apparently, there is another Clue movie that came out more. No, I think that's the one. I think that's the right one. I thought you just said that this came out at like the same time. No, I, th no, I said... Pirates of the Caribbean came out at the same time. Oh, okay. I'm just that said they were supposed deprived. to in 2011. They were developing a new movie around Clue, but they ended up dropping it. But hey, since Hasbro wants to make a bunch of movies now, who knows? Um, it'll happen. Like, Although, well, I mean, Hasbro wants to do their weird shared army universe. It's Mattel that's going wild on like the Magic Eight Ball movie and shit. Yeah, but like. Here's the thing. Hasbro's universe might actually be kind of interesting to me <laughs> because it's just that weird overlap of weird shit that I kind of find enjoyable, like Transformers and G.I. Joe. Wait a second. Hold on one. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Which, yeah, let's just casually spoil uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. No, that's not it. I, I, oh my God. I just got goosebumps. We're you know what this Wait, means, are we going right? to talk about goosebumps? I'll talk about no. Goosebumps. Let's talk about Goosebumps. No, Sorry. we're going to talk about the greatest uh, television program slash movie franchise that was essentially just a marketing uh, mechanism for toys. And that is the Power Rangers, which is now a Hasbro oh, yeah. wholly owned property. If they're doing, are you pulling out the Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover? No, I'm going to read a comic you. book while you go. Go for it. Okay. Oh my god. Dude, like when like Hasbro bought Power Rangers and subsequently scrapped plans for a sequel to the most recent Power Rangers movie, which is really, really good. If you haven't, go and check out that movie. Please, it does. 
Yeah, it's so good, except for the third act. The Megazord looks like Dookie, but other than that, it's great. Um, Hasbro fully owns that. What if they just made Mighty Morphin just be like, yeah, we're just going to turn this into a movie because we want to make a lot of money. Mighty Morphin Transformers. No, no, just have it be its own thing and have something at the end of like, all right, we're pulling you into the initiative and then just a G.I. Joe or a Transformer or something. Just like, yo, what's up? What's good? Well, here's the, the thing about the Power Rangers, Mitch. The Power Rangers have already done the multiverse. I know. They did Shattered Grid. So, like, anything is possible. By the way, the Scar, great comic book. Go read it. Um, <laughs> not even going to ask. Again, research for my current project. Um, alongside... Yeah, give us more Power Rangers movies. Is is really the TLDR of that whole thing. Coming from a dude who has a whole bunch of power... Just stop. Look at that but stack I... next to you. Think about what that stack cost you in both time and, 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 and money. The stack brings me so much pleasure, though. Tell it to the Muppets, Mitch. Tell it to the Muppets. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other, and I'll give you a hit. It's the we got to wrap this up. We haven't been talking about the Haunted Mansion in like seven minutes. I've been, I've been trying to go back to it, but you wanted to talk about the Power Rangers. Well, I mean, there's a Disney thing. Like, there's a there's history of Disney owning Power Rangers, too. So, like, it's a, it's relevant. We're going back to the freaking plot so we can be over with this. They own Power Rangers for the worst Power Rangers seasons. Anyways, they go out into the backyard via the horse-drawn carriage, which I guess was a little cool to see that, but I hated seeing the horse. Mystic Force sucked. Seriously, if they were going to use the horse-drawn carriage, they really should not have showed the horse. It would have been great if they didn't. Hey, ghost um, horse. No, but that's the thing. That's about the ghost horses. You can never see the horse. I mean, um, you can't, but the reason that you can't see the horse is because you haven't crossed over it. into the, the, the I ghost just think it would have been right? more fun if we hadn't seen the horse when it was, like, coming out of the building. I think that would have been more fun. Anyways, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, because the seance, Nothing about guess this what? movie matters. The seance is not a part of this movie. It, it is not nowhere near this movie. Um, and it was to go out to the backyard. We see a bunch of different ghosts. We find the bus. They're singing. They sing a bunch of different stuff. It's actually kind of funny. Uh, we meet the hitchhiking ghosts who suck just a one-off bit they're not really that good in this movie i really wish we had used the hitchhiking ghosts at the very end of this movie it would have been a great great placement for them but alas um we got all the uh, bits that were, they eventually go to the mausoleum um he's going to go down with the kids but one of his kids uh michael is scared so he doesn't go michael worth noting also has arachnophobia we're going to get back to that in a minute um, him and his daughter go down there. Uh, his daughter, who is named Megan, um, go down to find the key. They go down and uh, unearth a bunch of zombies. Weird that, um, weird that uh, Disney put out a movie with zombies and then also whatever the hell you're going to call the pirates in Pirates of the Caribbean in the same year. But alas, they First zombies. They have the exact same vibe. Um, yeah. Probably used a lot of the same CG effects. So. Yeah, except for some reason, Pirates looks like way better than this movie does. The thi you know what it is? I bet you Pirates it's had light. a way bigger budget. Oh, 100% it did. But all because like probably 90% of this movie's budget went to just paying Eddie Murphy. But you look at something like Pirates and it's shot with those like the, the whole wow. idea of the the curse is that you only see it in the moonlight, which was really smart because that lighting lent itself well to covering up any of, you know, the weird visual things you might've seen if it was just like broad daylight with the stuff going on. Right. Mm -hmm. Even something like the cave fight scene where it's transitioning back and forth, it's lit in such a way that you're not going to see as many of those blemishes. This movie's just lit really weird at times where like everything has this green glow around it. So it makes the ghosts look like zombies and the zombies look like turds or boogers. Yeah. Which is just weird. So for what it's worth, Pirates of the Caribbean got uh, 50 million more dollars in its budget. So yeah, uh, of course. It, it also cool. had to pay like three more major stars. Whereas this movie really mm. had Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, Anyways, they get the key. Uh, they get out as uh, Michael 
confronts his arachnophobia by opening the door that's covered in tarantulas. Which these spiders are not going to hurt him. These spiders are peaceful unless you fuck with them. Uh, and he was not fucking As with them. are like 90% of spiders that aren't in Australia. Which I'm still fully on the train. The spiders are terrifying. But you're never, oh, yeah. they will not mess with you if you do not mess with them. Anyways, they get the key. They bring it back to Leona. You know what's worse? You know what's worse than a spider, right? This movie? Well, yeah. But do you have house centipedes out where you are? No. And we're going to move so, right. No, we no, are no, no, not going no, into this. We no. are not going yes, into we this. Are. We're going down Please the These things God. are friggin' terrifying. Anyways, uh, okay. I'm just going to go ahead and mute Mitch. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mute him. I didn't mute him at all. He's just voicing his words. Anyways, um, Mitch, I will mute you. I will mute you if you continue this bit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyways, um, I am not handling House Centipedes. I can't handle that today. Not with this movie. Um, I got a feeling I'm going to get a bunch of pictures of these in my messages now. Um, they get the tr- they get the key. They bring it to Leota. Um, a, Murphy's mad because that's not what he did. It takes him up to an attic where they find this letter that Elizabeth actually wrote to Gracie. Um, that it shows that she did not kill herself. She wanted to marry him. At which point Ramsley appears. Um, he's like, oh, ho, ho, he, he, hoo, hoo, ha, ha, I'm evil. I'm Mr. Elizabeth. I'm going to kidnap all of you. Uh, he throws Jim out of the mansion quite literally. Uh, one little fun note on sound design in this that is the same glass shattering as in the beginning of the ride, which I did think was fun. Um. He yeah he throws Jim out of the mansion literally and then locks the two children in a chest and then dangles it from the ceiling and also puts a bunch of armored guards around it. Hey, hey Griffin. Yes, Mitch. Check Discord. I cannot without ruining OBS. Oh wait, I got my phone. Oh boy. There you go. I'm not gonna be happy, am I? No. So fuck that shit. Okay. <laughs> nope. They're like incredibly that. common in uh in in places closer to water where basements are below grade. And I spent go. five or ten years living in my parents' basement where I had to deal with these things almost daily. Oh, I was killing one of that. these fucks. Look would you look at that. The messages seemingly disappeared. Um you suck. But I'm also, not, I get it. They cannot look at that worst. again. That thing is horrible. The absolute worst. They're awful to look at. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, they're all actually looking out. around the room, making sure there aren't any around. Like, I don't have to worry about this, but now I'm terrified. I woke up to one on my ceiling one time. Nope. Don't tell me this shit. Do not tell me this. We're gonna move on. Uh. Anyways. Um. So such begins the wedding. Uh, which is one of the most like concerning moments of this entire movie, where she just goes along with it. She doesn't resist at all. She's just like, well, I real think- rapey vibes to this whole thing, like victim blaming. It's not yeah, pleasant. It's bad. And like, it's only made worse by the fact that Gracie doesn't realize he's doing it because he's being set up by the butler. It's just bad. Um. Anyways, while the, that's happening, um. We get a heart-to-heart between Leota and uh, Murphy uh, outside, where she's like, just keep trying. Uh, It's not particularly inspirational, but it works, apparently, for Eddie Murphy. So he gets in his car and just drives through the window of the mansion. Because at this point, what else are they going to do? There's nothing else for them to do. Um, He goes in. He goes to save the kids. He gets weirdly athletic for a little bit. Like, this is the only time we really see him, like, do things. Go full action hero. Mm-hmm. Like, he just does. Like, this character has no reason to go full action hero. Has no ability to go full action hero. And just for some reason goes full action hero for, like, two seconds. Because, as we all know, realtors, when faced with a fight or flight situation, just try to throw money at the problem and run away. Yeah, exactly. Um, again, realtor friends. Realtors are great. Realtor friends, we love you. We love you. (laughs) Please don't take my house. Don't get mad at us. Get mad at Eddie Murphy. Um, Get mad at the society we live in that victim blames realtors for the problems going on in the housing market. Yeah, blame the billionaires. Um, 
anyways, they he saves the kids. Uh, they get out there. They show. They stop the. Uh, they stop the wedding right before after the vows have like all been said and whatnot. They are technically married. Uh, the only thing that needs to happen now is uh, Sarah needs to drink the poison to kill herself. Um, yep, that's what they're doing in this movie. It's messed up. Um, at which point uh, he brings up the letter. Uh, Gracie reads the letter. Um, Ramsley tries to turn the house against them which then turns against him with a fire dragon coming out of the fireplace for some reason. So like they went from this house shooting fire dragons at that pulls him into the pit of hell that pulls them to hell to a singing, dancing house in Encanto. That's a real 180 from Disney there. It only took him 20 years. I was not sure where you were going with that, but uh, that's uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Look, if we're, if we're going, if we're going to rank sentient houses, there's the house in monster house. And then there's the casita in, in Kanto, And then there's everything else. And then the bottom is this house, obviously. But. Because the thing about the haunted mansion is the haunted mansion is not living. Anyways. Um, yeah. He gets no, pulled down into like residents. a really gnarly, <laughs> really gnarly pit of hell. Like we're talking like Raiders of the Lost Ark, Ragnarok levels of hell. Oh, I'm talking like Raiders of the Lost Ark face melt off level. For I I was just calling back to your reference earlier for Ragnarok, but that's fine. I just wanted to get the Raiders reference out. Um, But yeah, it's just it's 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 gnarly. Um, At which point, (laughs) which point that ends. This ghost orb comes down. Oh yeah, Sarah starts to actually die because guess what? She drank poison. Um, That will. Typically caused murder, yeah. The ghost orb then comes down and possesses Sarah, revealing itself to be Elizabeth. At which point... At which point, Mitch... The ceiling becomes clouds. A ray of light shines down on her body. She grows into a cross position. going on. Like, I, I didn't know they started a game at Jumanji halfway through this movie. Like, what the hell? She straight up goes into a crucifix position. The most Jesus-like ass visual possible for this. Again, we're dragging them down to the pits of hell. Like, that. it tracks at least for that aesthetic, it's right? It's just so funny to me. It's just so it funny. Makes no, there, there's no context in the movie that sets up that they are hellbound, yet it happens. Like, what the but hell? Also, only him. Everyone else is fine. Yeah. They, the rest go to heaven for some reason. Uh, yeah, they talk. Uh, they reunite. They go. Uh, they give the the family, the, the average family, the deed to the house. They all say goodbye. Uh, Emran and Ezra also go leave. And all the mansion's other inhabitants leave. Um, we then see uh, them all going up. And then we cut to the Evers driving down um, some... So one of the highways that is all just ocean. Take your pick. Um, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It is. Uh, finally going on a proper vacation. Uh, Eddie Murphy's character is still being a piece of shit to his wife. Uh, but they're all trying. He really needs to see the Barbie movie. Uh, Leota's it's, it's in the one. back. We get one of a, another fantastic line from one of the kids from the daughter, though. Of like, Mom, Leota won't stop talking. <laughs> Which is funny. I mean. Because she doesn't. She runs on an endless loop until the park closes. Mm-hmm. Um, the four singing busts are all strapped to the back of the car and are singing as they dr- li- quite literally drive off into the sunset. This movie sucks. Don't watch it. Can we watch something good for the next one just to you know make ourselves feel a little better? Yeah, what do we got on the list of shows we need to do? I mean, I'm down to watch Pirates. Screw it. Next episode's Pirates, because God, we need a... Or we can reach out to Justin and do that episode. <laughs> no, we're not doing two bad movies back-to-back. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's after Pirates. A, that's a Halloween one. That's a Halloween one. Screw it. Next Greatest episode. Showman is there, too, in that list. Again, we don't need to go watch a bad movie. Um, that's a great fucking movie. Agree to disagree. No, we'll watch Pirates. We'll watch something next time. We'll watch a decent movie. So we are significantly we happier about real bad. next time on the show. 
that's not this episode though this episode is officially wrapped so folks thank you very much for listening mitch if people want to keep up with us where can people find us they don't because we reviewed this thing for some reason find us everywhere at d plus us no they don't they don't no 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 not this episode they don't want us after this episode Okay, well, I will pr- promote, though, folks, if you're podcast, head over to our I YouTube D channel. plus us everywhere. I'm just being a wiener. Uh, but, yeah, go check out our stuff on our YouTube channel. Uh, our, our other podcasts, we do have the weekly show. We just wrapped up our review of Secret Invasion. Um, we also have some older trailer reacts. We're not doing those at this current moment in time. And new video essays, hopefully soon. Uh, episodes about anything and everything at this point. This is the show about all things Disney. I didn't even bother with them ring moral apps at the front. This movie upset me so much. Uh, check Discord. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! What has Mitch sent me? M- Mitch, if you no, I don't need to be disappointed by that movie again. <laughs> we'll so we'll do it. We will do it. But okay, at some point we'll do Prince. I am currently downloading Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl to watch on the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great movie. Uh, we will talk about that next time. Folks, thank you very much for listening. We will see y'all in the next episode. But until then, have a magical day.